Welcome to Wrestling With The Truth, the podcast for every pro wrestling fan. We've got heated debate, great guests, top 10 lists, reviews, previews, and so much more. And now here are your hosts, BC Hunter and the Nightmare, Jay Myers. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. It's BC Hunter coming to you straight from Podcasting Central along with my good buddy, Nightmare Jay Myers, and a very special guest this week, someone that's familiar to the podcasting world, but has been on a little bit of a hiatus and back, I think, with a vengeance now. None other than Bama Dave himself from the brand new Bama Chatter podcast. Dave, how you doing? Doing great. BC, Jay, good to be with you guys tonight. Yeah, thanks for coming, man. Absolutely. Back back like Bray. Is that is that uh, the timing <laughs> timing's on point, eh? I, I'm gonna credit Mr. Warren Hayes who said you're like a submarine who does damage underneath and then finally surfaces when he needs to. <laughs> I'm like, I appreciate that. Do you have a fiend persona is the question? <laughs> Ask my wife, she'll tell you. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, I think the timing's really good, especially with the return of Bray, because we're getting into a type of wrestling that, that's kind of been uh, gone away. And that's like the believability aspect of uh, we like to call it kayfabe. And I know uh, we want to have you. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to have you on the Kafabi. It, it was a pro- the producer. Was, yeah, the producer of producer. Vince McMahon's music video. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah you caught that <laughs> i did catch that for sure so we wanted to have you on just to chat uh the whole idea of the magic of wrestling and the magic of wrestling is the believability and getting lost in those storylines getting lost in those characters i know we talked about off air you're a guy that likes to watch it without those spoilers without the constant uh chatter on twitter and stuff like that as far as you know i can't believe this or i can't believe that and just really appreciate wrestling for what it is so right um we thought it would be great to have you on because I think we're kind of getting back to that. And that's what we're going to discuss tonight, whether we can get there, whether it's completely run its course or whatever, and what we see for the future. So um, we're going to strap in for this conversation. Sounds great. Let's do it. Put your so, seatbelts on. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Before Wait. we. Yeah, I'm still good. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get going, though, I'd like you to have a chance just to talk about yourself, you know, because, um, you know, you never know. Maybe the listeners don't go the, all the way to the end when we do those shout outs. So okay. let's th- talk about you uh, and uh, maybe what you're up to now and, and anything you'd like to promote right off the get go. I absolutely appreciate that. Yeah. Like I said, you can find me at Bammer Chatter on Twitter. Um, I go by Bama Dave. You can call me Dave if you want to get personal. Um, but then uh, you can uh, also uh, go and find me on my new Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash Bammer Chatter. If you go to YouTube, just type in Bammer Chatter uh, Wrestling Podcast, and uh, my logo will pop up, one right behind me right here. Uh, and then, But the biggest thing I've really tried to do to ease my way back in is I do Twitter spaces every now and then. I'll do uh, about one or two a month. Uh, I'm actually planning on doing one this Friday. Uh, NXT Halloween Havoc is apparently going to be a bigger deal than even I thought it was going to be. So I want to do uh, something that I do called Check Your Temperature, where we go around the horn and everybody hops in and we talk about who, if you're hot, cold, or warm for matches, what, who you think is going to win. Uh, I just dropped a brand new episode, my debut episode on Twitch and on YouTube called This or That, the debut edition. Uh, and I had uh, Mr. Warren Hayes and two guys from the Botch Pots and Chair Shots, which are the Sheffield Gray and Bobby Mack. 
Uh, and also, uh, BC, you're coming back to join me. We're finally going to crown that trivia champion that uh, you earned your spot into back in the month of April. So I need to get you, Apron Bump, our Kyle from Apron Bump podcast, as well as uh, Mr. Jay Thunder, independent wrestler from Chicago. Uh, the three of you are going to be joining me to finally see who among the three of you guys is going to be the trivia titan for the year 2022. So I'm hoping that matchup will happen here in the near future. I'd like to get it done before the end of the year. So, But check your temperature, this or that. Uh, the Wheel of Wrestling, and then every now and then I'll do a top 10 list. My most recent one I did with the Angle Radio Podcast and Mr. Tristan Law. Uh, we did our top 10 favorite finishers. BCU came on when we did our top 10 favorite heel turns. So mm-hmm. that's usually my that's usually my sweet spot. But also on the on the spaces especially, I just like to talk about highlights, breaking news, little things like that, but do it within the context of just being passionate fans for the business. We'll dip a little bit behind the curtain, but I don't want to go so far deep behind the curtain that we lose the magic of the conversation. So that's right. kind of what I do. Nice. Yeah. And uh, I, I will say this, uh, based on your channel in the past – you bring the fun side of wrestling with uh, with your different shows. And then, uh, as we say, this, this whole trivia contest, this is much anticipated. I'll tell you how long ago it was. I was still wearing a mask at that point. Yes, it was. <laughs> yes, it was. You, will, you, will you bring it back for the show? I might have to. I okay. might have to just to try to intimidate. You know, you I can't to. read my eyes. Exactly. <laughs> Gotta have that poker face. Well, the other thing is too. I'm going to be up against Pretty Kyle. I mean, I, I can't compete with that. Ooh, I mean, uh, so tough one. Yeah, he knows yeah. his stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, in the looks department, so that's why I got to slap <laughs> oh, the mask on. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, how, how do you know he's not wearing a mask? <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, right now, I guess you're probably talking about this as well on your show and in your in your uh, Twitter Spaces, but. I guess the biggest news right now, of course, is the Bray Bray Wyatt return. What's your yep. thoughts on it? How'd you feel about this whole return starting from what happened at Extreme Rules? Was it what you expected? And then now we've, we've had quite the episode of SmackDown with what happened yeah. at the end. And what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think the Bray Wyatt return was inevitable. If he was going to come back to the business, only two companies could afford him, first and foremost. But then also... Um, as much as AEW does every now and then dabble in a little bit of the dramatic stuff or the or the deep storyline stuff, I mean, the furthest they've gone down that path is, you know, the House of Black, and we all have seen the disgruntled <laughs> happen from within that faction. So I think Bray Wyatt maybe even have looked at that and said, well, if, if my character and Malachi's character, if that's how they treated him, then what would they do with me? And so I think the WWE was the only logical place to go. But I do appreciate that. He waited for the right opportunity, and that is, of course, when Hunter Hearst Helmsley gets the chair. At that point, we know that Hunter's going to be more concerned about the story and about the character and not as much about the merchandise. Although the bottom line is a big deal. That's how you pay people. But I think Bray wanted to come back and work for Hunter and knowing that he had a little bit more of a of an ability to have his input and, and really long-term storybook. So I'm glad Bray's back. Uh, the, the promo on... Uh, Friday Night SmackDown, I'm glad we got Wyndham Rotunda for uh, the first most of it. And then uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with how they interrupted it because they wanted to remind us, yes, uh, we're happy you're back, but we got a story we got to tell. And mm-hmm. so I'm intrigued as to what this is. Uh, of course, we've already heard the rumors of the of the Wyndham Six because that's his, that's his handle right now and the cult of Wyndham as he was promoting mm-hmm. a lot during his absence. So I'm interested to see where it's going. I'm trying not to read into it. 
and I'm trying not to read any spoilers or mm-hmm. I, I do, of course, ask people's opinion who I trust, but they understand when they talk to me not to, you know, take me too far down the rabbit hole, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but, but but I really try to just enjoy the story. And so if, if this is Bray's chance to tell the story he's been wanting to tell for all these years, then I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it, it, I, same. I echo all those comments. Do you, do you think there was a bit of a mystique pulled away, though, from from Bray Wyatt, the character, when he just goes out there and is, and for the record, I loved it. But the criticism on the other side is, well, he, he was too human. He was too uh, emotional. Like he was too normal. He, it took away the mystique of, of a Bray, whereas the Undertaker would never go out and, and do it out of character, sort of in character storyline, out of character promo, right? Like, and I can see that perspective too. Um, but I'm just curious in your thoughts on that. Does it hurt? Like he's not, it, maybe he is going to be presented as Wyndham on TV, but he's still going to be Bray Wyatt on TV. So he's still a character on TV, but he was playing himself as the character kind of thing. Like did that muddy the water going forward? Do you think? I think there is a risk in that unless that is the story that, right. that we get Wyndham versus, the dark side that's constantly going to be a part of his life. And maybe in that moment, he found a way to escape it because the fireflies were stronger. But then the moment he got weak and the moment he finally said everything he needed to say, notice that thing interrupted him mid sentence. Yeah. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. It it wasn't like, thank you so much. Put the mic down. Then the video happened. I think Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. I think everything that we're about to see is a reason. I, I think, I personally think either, someone else is pulling his strings or he's having an internal turmoil and we just saw basically inside his head. Yeah, and right. so, and so yeah, I think yeah. now, and the only comment I'll give you to the undertaker is yes, there is a, there's a danger that unless until we finally saw pretty much Mark Calloway as undertakers, American bad, a character that was yeah. Mark Calloway, you know, yeah. there, there, there was Fair really very, no, not much separation between him and the real guy other than just a, a more edgy look and using the name Undertaker. For the most part, it wasn't until he got buried alive and then chose to come back and put the the cloak back on and be the dead man again. So again, again, it's all again, it's all in the storytelling. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. and, and it's all in you can make me believe anything if the storytelling and the characters do it correctly. And so if this is a chance to, I mean, good grief. When when you finally when we finally saw Steve Borden out there with just sunglasses on and the title on his shoulder and there's no paint on his face as part of the main event mafia is he still not sting yes he is he's just now bigger than the face paint he's now a a, a main event heel that says i'm too good to put this on for you fans anymore so again it's it's (laughs) all it's it's all about again how does the character want to present the story now if he goes out there and and bray's next promo is the exact same semblance of guys, I don't know what's happening and I don't know why this is happening, this, that, and the other, and it's too unbelievable. Then at that point, you're like, okay, now yeah. you're trying to, now you're trying to get an acting job in Hollywood. I hadn't, t- yeah. yeah, sorry. I was going to say, I hadn't cl- clicked into the uh, American badass sort of comparison there. So that, that's, that's good. I mean, it's just an evolution of the character overall, I guess. So that's right. a good point. Yeah. Bama, are you, um, are you of the opinion more so that you're thinking this is this this Wyndham Six or this uh, cult Wyndham cult or whatever is more so just him and all these personalities, or are you thinking that it's actually people like like they're saying like they're playing these different uh, different characters that he introduced on the uh, Funhouse itself? 
I'll be completely honest. I don't know, and I love that I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's that, true. That, that, that's really mm-hmm. the, the that's yeah. really the, the heartbeat of this. Is I mean, I think it's they've trademarked a couple of interesting names lately. I mean, it's yeah. It, 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 not yeah, I saw that, that today. Yeah. yeah, one of them yeah. was, uh, Ty- was, was like something Lyra, was Valkyrie Harper. or something. Like something that? was Harper, I think. Uncle too. Harper, Uncle Howdy, and now right. they've got these other names. Yeah, so there, yeah. there's a little bit of that. The, the the Harper one troubles me because I it doesn't strike me that Triple H would want to go too close to that name this no. early. So no. I'm hope I, I told I told uh, I told the guys on the show last night that I hope uh, I hope Uncle Howdy and Uncle Harper are like a reinvented Godwins. I, I really <laughs> I, I, I would love to have like a like a redneck tag team that you know the, the street profits can feud with or or maybe they're like the Uncle Harper and Uncle Howdy of Brooks and Jensen on NXT. Yeah. You know I, yeah. you know I I kind of hope there's more of that in terms of that. But again, if if Bray if anybody is going to give permission to use Harper's name, yeah. Bray Bray Wyatt is going to be the one to give the okay on that. And of course, going to Brody Lee's wife and his kids. So mm-hmm. if if they're okay with it, if Amanda's okay with it, then you know. Who are we to say don't use it? Again, how do you use the story? How do you use the character? But Bray has had what? The, Bray had the 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 Wyatt family leader in NXT. Then he had the Eater of Worlds. Then he had the Fiend. Who's to say in the year and a half he's been gone, three more names haven't come up inside his head. So yeah. the, win, the Wyndham Six could be, I mean, good, and also don't forget Good Grief, there were six characters in his comeback at Extreme Rules. So is are each of them a a metaphorical allegorical character of a real person that's in his life. And he's assembling real people that for the longest time, his, uh, his, uh, his uh, rabbit character was referring to this person. And the buzzard was always about this person. And in the firefly Funhouse, he always reaches out to these people that are special in his life and they're not here. So I'm going to talk to the puppets of them. So again, but the fact that there's a hundred ways to tell this yeah. story and I have no clue what, what it's going to be makes me have to tune in every week. Yeah. And, and sorry, uh, BC, given the, uh, given the rumor that this has already been mapped out to mania, uh, I'm of the personal opinion. Yeah, exactly. And thank, thank this West fee guy or whatever the hell his name is. Cause he's to, to blame for that, I think, but, or to credit. Um, but, I'm of the personal opinion that they're dead and gone. Those characters are all dead and gone. Those were just sort of red herrings. They were just sort of, obviously they wanted to have that impact on his return and you could, how better to do that. But I think they're doing that to just sort of swerve us a little bit Mm -hmm. because the latest video had Rowan Harper's sort of mask that he had when he went on his own. Um, It had another symbol like, they they just keep piling on new symbols and new sort of um, symbology, whatever the term I'm looking for is like yeah. sim- that symbols that represent things right. and people. It's like they just keep piling on. I think they're just honestly, I think they're just swerving us or uh, or, or ribbing us or whatever. Like I bring think it on, do- yeah, bring exactly. It on. And I'm all yeah. for it too. Yeah. Yep. What is it? Is like wasn't that movie? Wasn't it called Inception? Where it was just something inside of something yeah. inside of something. Yeah, it's almost, yeah a it's dream almost, within a dream yeah, within a dream. Yes, it almost exactly. feels like this is an inception of Bray Wyatt's mind or something yeah. like that. We're just yeah. going deeper and deeper into the madness of the guy, which is is amazing. That's what I love about him most because, like, we talk about this, uh, like the whole idea of this kayfabe uh, is getting lost in the character and he's one character that right. you can get lost in and and you said it because uh, we've both said it myself and jay that 
you can't wait to watch on Mondays or Fridays to see what's going to happen next. And we're kind of doing that now too. Whereas for a yeah. while, like I, it didn't even matter to me if I yeah. saw the show or not, or I might I just skim catch through it. it. Yeah, skim yeah. through it on like maybe fast forward or whatever, but I don't who's, miss it now. Who, Raw is a must watch show now. Yeah, who, it is. Who, who's in that chair makes all the difference. Yeah. Boys. Yeah. Well, yeah. funny enough, yeah. apparently it was yeah. Road Dog this week because uh, yes. Trips had yeah. the old Cove, right? So uh, yeah, was, but you you know dog. you know you know he had Triple H on speak. Oh wow, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, he was like in his ear probably the whole time. But uh, yeah. uh, well, yeah. I was just gonna say I know we're off topic already because that's what I do. But the okay. the open the open of Raw this week was effing fantastic, man. Lashley Brock it. just oh my god, that was so good that you could just. I've said this before. Maybe I said it. Um, this week too on air but i can't remember because I, I say things all the time but the the there's a there's a palpable change to the physicality the yes. violence in a small v like not like ecw violence but there's a palpable change to how the show is presented from a feel of a more intense yep. without blood without any of that nonsense but it's just like it feels more real it feels more violent it feels more intense right do you guys get that too 100 percent yeah. Yes. And that yeah, that Lashley sure. Brock the Lashley Brock Lesnar thing was te- was a testimony of it. It was just like Agreed. that was insane. And Jay, that might not even be uh, intentional. It just might be that the 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 players are more motivated right, right. now, so that's they're going true. out there right. on their own and just saying, you know what? Because the that's the one I think the one big difference between an AEW and or an Impact or whatever and WWE. These guys are just old school veterans that that have that ability to say you know what let's go snug tonight let's really put yeah. this song as i really i'm really starting to feel this or and just the crowds being so into it too are going to motivate these guys as well into just being more physical but it was just cool how like it was like no real open it was just like boom the camera comes yeah. on and you got yeah. actually calling them out yeah. and, hits, and it's like within yeah. a matter of 30 seconds they're 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 kicking each other's ass on the ring. Same as SmackDown, right? Same as SmackDown, yeah. 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 And, and yeah. I was just saying only a couple weeks ago that I was loving that that Triple H brought back the old school '90s open with the video because mm-hmm. for a while there, remember they we would just like Raw would start, right? It would just be yeah. like somebody would be in the ring or whatever. We might yep. get we might get the sound the sound like uh sorry the uh, sound of the sort of entrance music of the show right. after mm-hmm. a segment. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't get it for very long. We would definitely wouldn't get that video package of the. But now it feels like Raw's War or what was it? Um, Monday. Mm-hmm. Night, remember they had two different names for one yep. hour and then yeah, yeah, the yeah. War, it was like it was that the War again. Zone, Raw's War, war zone, then the War right. Zone, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it feels like that again. I I love that right away. And the pyro, we weren't even getting pyro for openings of show anymore. Yep. Um, but anyway, just that was just sidetracking. But it just just feels viscerally uh, more sort of intense lately, and that's both shows, Agreed. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So that that brings up another question, um, because a key argument that myself and Jay had for the longest time is about you know the separation of character versus real life person. We might have got in a real life fight over this, didn't we? <laughs> we, we <might> have, <laughs> but I think we ended up with a happy conclusion. The idea that I think you kind of came around to the whole thought, like you need to keep that real life out of it. Like, I mean, you can bring it into storylines. Yeah, That's fine. You've seen of some of the great greatest storylines that we ever had involve right. real life um, people and real life incidents and things like that. But we we talked about. The idea that one of the killers of, and I'm not just talking about this whole kayfabe where I'm talking about wrestling period, is the invention of social media oh, and absolutely. the 
unfiltered access of some of these performers yeah. to have social media and not even put any thought into the fact of what they're doing to their own storylines. And people can say, well, they, they're humans. They got to be able to interact. But all you're doing is you're taking dollars and cents away from yourself by taking that level of disbelief out of what's going on by, yep. by being so, so obtuse about the whole, the whole thing that you're doing on screen. So yourself, do you feel like there is a level of the magic right now in wrestling? It, not just, I'm not just talking about the break. Cause that's, I always felt no matter what was going on, anything with break had that level of magic because oh, yeah. it's just so yeah. creative. Yeah. But, but overall, like, do, do you, like to me, I feel like there's a little bit of it coming back, but it's in a different form. I mentioned this on a different podcast that, that we have a different version of kayfabe now where it's, it's, you know, it's, it's bringing that real life stuff in, but then just doing a little tweak to it to get it into the storyline. And ju just where you're sitting there going, eh, maybe that's real or maybe it's not, or mm -hmm. maybe what's going on backstage is actually happening or maybe it's not. So what about yourself, Dave? Do, like, do you feel like it's, it's there or we have we completely lost it? Have we completely ruined it and it's never coming back? Um, I, again, it depends on the players. Uh, yeah. Some people, have decided they're going to go all in. And if they're going to have social media, they're going to use it to even more back up what they see on TV. Some people have a complete disconnect and they have just accepted what I, what I am on TV is my character and this is who I am in real life. And so uh, you fans that love me, I hope you appreciate how good I am at switching back and forth. Mm -hmm. And, and to me that, I understand that to a degree because it, it, it's 2022. Even if you're not trying, somebody's going to catch you on camera. You know, yeah. a fan's going to have an experience with you and, you know, good grief. It's so hard, especially under the WWE because the WWE, what's their motto? We put smiles on people's faces. So mm -hmm. I don't, I don't expect to go to a WWE signing and stand in Baron Corbin's line. And when I finally get up to him, he stands up and says, you look like a douche and hits me in the face. You know, he I, I, I he should, <laughs> he should, but I don't expect that to happen because then he's going to get sued. But at the same, so at the same time, it depends on the player. I think, I hope the WWE has this by now. If they don't, they then please Triple H watch this video and do this because <laughs> they need to have, just like they have NXT in-ring classes and they have NXT calisthenic classes and they have NXT promo classes. You have to have NXT social media classes. Sure. You have mm -hmm. to, you mm -hmm. have, you have, you have to say, okay, I want you to think on your social media, how would Alba fire tweet this? Mm -hmm. How, how would Cora Jade tweet this? How would Roxanne tweet this? I'm using all NXT characters for obvious reasons, mm -hmm. but then, but then you have to think to yourself, okay, when it comes to, the main roster and the people that have now not just hundred a hundred thousand followers now they're up in the millions now they're extremely followed by so many of the WWE universe. Then you have to pick and choose what you're going to react to, what you're going to like, what you're going to retweet, and what you're going to tweet out yourself. If let me let's use Baron Corbin because he's one of the few heels that's actually being a heel on TV today. And he ever for all of you that know he collects watches. He's a fantastic guy on the grill. He has a ton mm -hmm. of grilling recipes and he is also a attire collector. He tries to love, uh, he tries to pick certain styles and suits and things like that. He's a big fan of that. You can show me how to grill a steak 
and the whole time go, now this is probably too big of an elevated beyond all of you that didn't go to culinary school, but I was trained by so-and-so, and this is why I do it this way. You've immediately just talked down to me and said you're better than me. That's being mm -hmm. a heel even in your backyard grilling a steak. So mm -hmm. it's, it's all the art of how to present what you're doing to where people can literally go, I wonder what Baron Corbin's cooking today. But at the same time, I don't want to be made to feel like I'm an idiot when I watch him. That That's the mark of a heel. And in the same way, if you're a baby face, then post about the hospital visits you go to. Post about mm -hmm. how you, you know, you went in this and helped out this charity. Bianca Belair is doing an amazing job at this right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. But and then and then in those moments when you do that, like, for instance, John Cena doing 650 wishes. Bravo to John for all that he's done, because that's a really, really hard thing to do to go see those kids all the time like he does. Um, but what I'm saying is if you then turn to either direction, then you need to go back and go, okay, how can I continue to live my life and do the things I really have a passion for, but it not disrupt my character? Mm -hmm. So you know what? I will still go to visit these sick kids, but I just won't post about it. Or, or, I'll or I'll still go and um, I'll still grill on the grill if I'm Baron Corbin. But this time I'll go and, hey, guys, you know what? You can go pick up this seasoning here. And for this amount of money, I encourage you guys to taste really good. Go get it. Now he's being a face. You know, so it's all of how you present what you're doing. He's still doing what he's always done. He's still showing us a cooking video. But the attitude's changed. And, and so in the same way, you have to do that. One of the people that I constantly criticize for doing this incorrectly, and, I, and if she sees this, I don't care, Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Alexa Bliss just flat out rips the curtain every time she gets on social media. So even, especially when she was Bray's villainous little dark henchman, then she'd show herself doing a dance workout to Goof Troop or, 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 or show herself playing with her pig or, or things like that. And I'm like, Alexa, I'm supposed to hate you right now. I'm yeah. supposed to hate you. I can't. So that's what I'm saying. You can, you can use social media to promote your agenda. You can like something that somebody out there, you know, the, the whole world hates this guy right now, but you like it and retweet it. Why the heck would you, Alexa Bliss like and retweet this guy? He's a, he's a jerk. I can't believe that. Exactly. Now she's getting heat. So mm -hmm. the, you can, there's a strategic way to do it. It's just, do you care enough about your on-screen persona to do that? Or is your on-screen persona your job? That's, that's, the, that's what it is. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Baron Corbin, what'd you guys think of JBL <laughs> last night? I loved it. Talk about heels. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Talk about heat. Master. Master. Within 30 Master. seconds, he had the most heat of anybody on any program, right? I, He's I just was telling little... the truth. He's just yeah. telling the truth. That's all he does. <laughs> I was just a little bummed that uh, they, I know they tweaked the music a little bit, but he still felt like Happy Corbin to me. And I was like, <laughs> I was really hoping for a different Baron Corbin than Happy Corbin. But anyway, it'll work. I'm so, sure. Wait a minute, Jay. You didn't like they didn't change the music? They, no, I didn't. Good. I didn't he got it. you. Well, fair enough, but but they did He's being change a heel. it. He's they being changed a heel. it enough to change it because it wasn't the exact same theme, but it was still sounding the same. And he still, dude, had I hated hat. the music. I hated the wrestling gear. I hated the, the smirk hat. on his face. He's a heel. He got yeah. me. I hate him. So, so here's here's my take on this whole thing. And I did I did um, kind of go down a different path at the end, but I still firmly believe this this sort of statement to be true in 2022. The WWE. Now you can say this about other companies, and what you just said, Dave, was phenomenal, and probably would work for a lot of other promotions. 
I don't think it works for WWE because they are not a, just a pro wrestling company. They're an entertainment media company. They're a public trade worldwide conglomerate. Right. And yeah. do, do, does Disney make their, their characters in Star Wars stay in character? Does uh, HBO make their characters from their movies, their actors stay in character 24-7? No, they don't. It's because it's an entertainment product and they see it as such now in that you're supposed to do your job as that character on TV and in the in the pay-per-views and whenever you're actually asked to be in character, but they want you to be that. And I know it's muddied because they keep that name, even though they should be changing their names off TV, that really would work better if they would just do that. And then they're truly actors. But anyway, I, I link it more to that. So in 2022, they don't want, they want it to be an entertainment based sort of spectacle where, um, the show you're watching is the show and you get the emotional response you do, but they can, anyone of the roster can go do, uh, I don't even know what, I don't watch late night TVs anymore, but like whatever Jay Leno or Conan O'Brien is today, right? Like, so you can go do that and you don't have to do the macho man in character from the eighties and you don't have to do, uh, whatever rowdy Piper, like that's how I see it. And whether that's right or wrong and whether you like that or not, I think that's 2022 version of pro wrestling is that it's not just pro wrestling anymore for WWE. It's, it's entertainment. They see these guys more as actors. I wish they would change their names because that would make more sense if they're Bray Wyatt on TV, but then when they go off TV and off raw, then they're Wyndham Rotunda for everything they do and interviews right. and all that stuff. But anyway, that's how I see it. I still think that is never going to change for WWE. I, I like the idea of them staying in character, but I also think it would be insanely hard for them to do that for everything that they do from media appearances, that would be really difficult. And you also have to force these performers into a position where you're forcing them into a 24 seven performance. Right. And that's, that's a bit tough. That's a bit tough. The other, op I mean, BC will argue you just stay off social media, but yeah. that's also Impossible not really right fair now. either. Right. So, I mean, it's just, I think, it's hard to wrap our head around 2022 version of pro wrestling because we all want it to be 1988 version of pro wrestling, but it's just such a different time. I just don't think you can do it. I'll, I'll counter that though, Jay, with you look, if you go down the rabbit hole of some of these, uh, say like on YouTube where you see some of these appearances by like a macho man or Hogan or, or uh, anybody on these shows and they're still in character, although they are promoting themselves they're still right. in character. It's so much more fun. When oh, I don't when disagree. When they're doing disagree. it, like because they have everybody on edge thinking, "Is this really this dude?" You know, like I like take a look at like Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's never playing a character. He's just a psychopath that when he gets on anything, like what show does he choose to go on? He doesn't go on to. Uh, no, he goes on to statue on and shoots moose. That's what he but, does. It, oh, but yeah. if he does, but if he does do something, what's he do? He does that butcher show where okay, that makes sense. Brock Lesnar chopping up meat and throwing yeah. it over yeah, his shoulders. But I'll, I'll play devil's advocate. Even on Pat McAfee, though, he was a pretty down to earth guy on that. He, he was, was not, but you still looked at him going. Brock he was still Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's still Brock Lesnar. He, he, he like smashes the table and yeah, chops things he, up. In the <laughs> but that character, Brock Lesnar, is not an overemphasized character, right? He's just an mm -hmm. extension of probably the man that he is, right? right? So I totally get it. I just still would argue that that's a really hard endeavor for them to stay in character all of the time, 24 7 and do it on all those media appearances that they do. I'm not saying it wouldn't be entertaining because it would be. Mm -hmm. It's just, anyway, the amount of work I think is, is the difference. And 
they want to be seen as a Marvel or as a Disney or as a HBO or whatever, right? They that's what WWE wants to be seen as. So they probably want to present that same sort of um, sort of image from a from a out of character standpoint too. It's it's going to be interesting, especially with the Triple H regime now, because Vince wanted that. Vince wanted WWE to be broadcast on ESPN. Vince wanted yeah. WWE to be on Fox. Mainstream, on, right? He always says exactly. mainstream. He yeah. wanted it to be mainstream. He wanted it to be taken seriously as an entertainment art that can be put right up there. I, I think Vince would have loved it if the WWE won Emmys and if they won yeah, Tony absolutely. Awards well, he, for musical performances. He probably that, pushed for that. Yeah, he was I mean, pushing I, for it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know he did. Triple H looks at it as an art form. There's a there's a big difference, mm-hmm. and I think that's re, pro wrestling is such a conundrum, and that's why people can't figure it out, yeah. and that's why people can't label it because it has elements of sport, it has elements of drama, it has elements of theater, it has elements of live performance, it has elements of acrobatics, it has elements of, of feats of strength, it has ele- it has elements of of um of a uh, of uh, of, sta- of stage uh, speech, uh, what was what's the word I'm looking for? Um, of, of of debates. It has mm-hmm. it has it has yeah. all these random elements. You can't put it into one category. Pro wrestling's a sport. Pro mm-hmm. wrestling is a is a is a drama. Pro wrestling is is staged acting. Pro wrestling is oh, it you can't label it one thing, and so because of that, it becomes subjective as to your viewers. There are viewers like me that tend to watch it more as a sport that has dramatic effect on it. So I, I'm hoping this person wins a championship. At the same time, I do kind of want to know how they felt when they didn't win it or after they did win it. Or if they're not in a championship hunt, I like to know why are you angry at this guy or why are you angry at this girl? What's the beef you have with each other? Because that's the storytelling behind it. So, but then you have other people that they don't look at it as dramatic at all. They look at it as basically Cirque du Soleil or watching the gymnastics at the Olympics. And they just want to see how cool these guys can use their bodies to do crazy feats of of skill. But then you have other people that watch pro wrestling uh, from a complete um, uh, character perspective and they won't watch matches at all. All they want to watch is who's in a relationship. And, or or who or who uh, who cut the latest promo? What did they say? And and how much of this was real? And, and how much of this was was not real? And and how much of this is that is the real person I just saw on social media? Is, are they being themselves in, on the screen right now? And then you have the people that I hate that are pro wrestling fans. I don't even call them pro wrestling fans. The only reason they watch the product is to prove the dirt sheets are right. That's the only reason they watch it. They watch it to say, oh, so-and-so said this person's going to show up. I can't wait to see if they show up. Or so-and-so said this person's going to leave tonight and they're going to cut a promo. I can't wait to see that. Those people are the reason pro wrestling is in the shape that it's in because they care more about being right on their predictions or right on their fantasy booking than they care about letting these people do their job. And, and, and that's the biggest problem, I think, with social media is everybody has to feel like they're in on it because maybe mm-hmm. you weren't good enough to be a pro wrestler, so you want to talk about it. Or maybe you weren't you failed your tryout, so you want to go and scathe all the pro wrestling people and prove that you should have been in the pro wrestling business, whatever the case may be. You weren't a good enough announcer. You weren't a good enough podcaster. So you weren't, you weren't taken seriously. You tried out for the WWE's creative team, and they said no. So I'm going to make a podcast and talk about how much I really know, and they should have hired me. 
I don't, I don't give a care what you think. I don't give a care you didn't make the tryout. You're not on screen. These people are on screen. I'm not going to take away from them putting their bodies on the line and them traveling 300 days a year and them having to say goodbye to their families every weekend so you can sit in your basement and talk about how much you think you know. I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. Preach, so, brother. Preach. Say, touched a nerve. I love so, it. So, so what I'm saying is, I 100% agree with both of you. That, that it's all, it's all about how do you, how do you as a viewer want to watch it? And if that's the case, then whatever you have to do to to do that, and you get enjoyment out of it, then do that. Again, like we've said though, where I have a problem with pro wrestling is if you want me to boo you, make me boo you. If yes. you want me to yeah. cheer mm-hmm. you, make me cheer you. What I hate is they say is as long as they're reacting, g- shades of gray don't get over. Black and white does. Yeah. Black and yeah. white's over. Vince McMahon wanted to be hated, so Stone Cold could be loved. If Stone Cold mm-hmm. had, as if Vince McMahon had been another shade of gray, they would have booed both of them because Stone Cold was a heel who got cheered. Yeah, it, it goes back to the whole Roddy Piper argument. Did people come to WrestleMania to see Hulk Hogan or did they come to see Hulk Hogan beat up Roddy Piper? There you go. You know, you and go. It's, that's the that's the whole argument. And I get what you're saying with the whole black and white as opposed to shades of gray. Shades of gray are great in the middle of your storyline where it puts a little confusion in there as to the motives and stuff. But at the end, you do have to have a good guy and you do have to have a right. bad guy for that that closure on the story. See, yep. see, I start to look at it a little differently now because I'm I'm appreciating what Seth is able to do, right? Yes. There's a guy who knows he's a heel. He still acts mm-hmm. like a heel. He He's purposeful in his heel tactics. However, he also knows that if he gets the crowd singing his song, that it looks good on TV. It's good. It's a good, like, moment. It'll be, like, sort of memorable. So he's able to insult the crowd in in one part of a segment but then also say sing my song right and he gets them. yeah so because i, I, I kind control of disagree you. that i control right, yeah. exactly i'm your but, puppet master but exactly it doesn't, but it's still on the surface it's still him being engaging with the crowd and mm-hmm. sort of getting them going but as being healed but i think that's what guys are trying to so what i guess what i'm trying to say is the flip and, and sort of defend the opposite argument in that you can still be a heel and you can come off and do your job properly, but it doesn't mean you can't have catchphrase. Because I know some people are, you can't yeah. have a catchphrase, you can't you have can. a chant. Yeah. You, you can. totally can. I'm better than you, and you know right. it. It doesn't yeah. just have to be booze, yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Because his of course. his ability to get the crowd kind of involved, but then the very next second, like, turn on them is, is fantastic. But he does that purposely. I mean, he probably yes. loves that feeling of the sing-along part too but you know what i mean i guess that's like that old school well you shouldn't want them to 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 have it oh the only reaction is a boo right he's like no they can they can yeah. do whatever they want if they're engaged because a, a guy like seth is a good enough heel that he can turn that on them like he can just yeah, no basically, he'll just stop them and put them down and then they don't want to say the phrase same like yeah. miz putting his hand up and you know yeah. when my hand goes up that type of thing yeah. Whereas you, you can see some heels where they're just begging for the crowd, please just just get this catchphrase over so I can get a yeah. t-shirt, you know, that kind of thing. So that's yeah. the ultimate heels that you see. Like, you know, like 
whether people agree with it or not, you look at a guy like MJF, who's just living the character right now. Sometimes I think it's a little bit over the top. Like I don't need to yeah. see MJF giving the middle finger to an eight-year-old at a at a autograph signing or something. Like going back to your point about Baron Corbin punching in the face or something. Right. Like that. It's just that's just to me that's trying too hard on that. But the rest yeah. of the stuff he does a fantastic job at and. You don't see him kissing up. And what I really love, and it's the most heelish thing of all that he's doing, is he's being honest about his opinion about um, wrestling in general and about yep. his competition, about WWE. He just the other day, I just read that he said if he was to go to the WWE, the first guy he want to fight is Owens because he's so good. And that's that's not him be- trying to be baby face. That's him saying, you know what? I want competition. I think this guy's awesome and i'd like to get in the ring with them and that's the most heelish thing he can do because that's going to drive aew fans crazy who want them to just go screw yeah. the wwe yeah. i don't like them oh yeah wait till y'all see his promo tonight i watched it before i came on here with y'all you're gonna you're gonna be torn in it well, i'm supposed to hate this guy but daggum it so yeah it, <laughs> that's the way it is now seth is a seth is a good thing roman's in the same category you're supposed to mm-hmm. hate roman reigns and in the beginning, when the tribal chief was born, the way he treated Jay and the way he treated mm-hmm. Jimmy, it was so easy to hate him. It was so easy. But then after a while, when you become invested in the character, it's almost, I don't want to say that you become numb to it, but almost like you, <coughs> excuse me, it's almost like you appreciate it. And, and mm-hmm. you get to, you get to a level where they've done this for all this time and, 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 kayfabe or not they they they're carrying the show they're showing up they're they're being in these matches they're having to go to all these you know publicity things and the problem with um the problem with seth especially because in my opinion seth rollins is the best wrestler on the planet right now yeah and 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 i think the problem with that is is then when you when he does an interview a shoot interview with errol hawani where he's where he openly says yeah, I'm having so much fun with this new side that I'm doing right now. So at that point, you're openly admitting when you come out of the curtain on Raw, that's not the real you. And and but at the same time, as a fan, then when he says something like, "I've I've I've had all these championships and I've been here this long, first NXT champion, Universal champion, WWE champion, are arguably you know the guy that had one of the biggest success stories coming out of the shield and the matches I've had with, with edge and with Cody and he ran the list. And then he goes, but in all that time with all those matches and all the things I've done, I still don't think I've ever been the guy. I think I was always just there until Roman finally became who they wanted Roman to be. And now look what they're doing with him and what they're doing with me. How do you not love a guy for saying that? How do you not want to all of a sudden see him go, Dadgummit, make Seth the champion. Dadgummit, let, let Seth have the opportunity to prove he can be the guy. And here's the sad thing. Even if they do that, well, Seth, the reason they're doing that is because now Roman's not the guy anymore and you happen to be here. Roman still beats you to it. <laughs> so now it's like he's going to forever have this eternal chip on his shoulder, and that's what drives him to do the character work he's doing. So as much as I hate that he popped Ali in the face last night, at the same time, Dang it, he's frustrated and he wants to be the guy. Yeah, he should have popped Ali in the face. So, you know, it's like, and that's what I love. You can relate to the character either way. So now the only reason you really hate Seth Rollins is if you are madly in love with Ali. So, and I'm not. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it, I, yeah. I, I, and I agree with all that. I guess for me, it's, it's, uh, I don't mind. I like, see, I'm my, I guess maybe I'm the opposite of uh, your approach. I, 
as soon as the show turns on, I'm I'm in in kind of sconce or whatever the right word is in them being characters, right? Like I'm just this is the show, they're playing somebody, they're actors, whatever. But I love seeing those Hawani interviews and I love and I I, I love even seeing them go deep into sort of shoot style, right? When yeah. and I, I watched that Seth one, I watched both parts and he was for the most part shooting, I think, in a lot of stuff. There was a little bit you could tell he was yeah. sort of playing a kind of a little bit closer to uh I don't know what that's saying is to the best, closer to the best, to the best yeah. yeah. But for the most part he was he was being uh, real and and I cuz to me that's the sports element that I love about it because we don't get these like so like you got guys ripping each other's head off in the on the football field right you're I'm sure you're a Crimson Tide fan like but they don't they don't keep that feud going as they go into the locker rooms and then go to press conferences and then they're fighting in the press conference. Like they're, they're all teammates as a sport. Right. And like, that's what I love is that you come off the field to play, you come out of, out of the, the show or from the ring and you're now, you're not, you're sort of just being you and having that sort of feel back. That's, that's, that's the sports side element that I like about today's sure. pro wrestling, which we weren't mm-hmm. getting in the eighties and nineties, right. They were constantly to me being constantly in character is draining because it's like, I see it two hours a, a week on the show. I just want to see who you are as the guy playing this character too. Right. I, I agree. The only pushback to that I'll give you is if the only time we ever saw them was two hours a week and we couldn't follow them 24 seven, it would be draining. Yeah. You would, be, you would be looking forward that that's the headache of social media. And I get it. Mm-hmm. That's why these guys, the ones who commit and say on social media, off social media, I'm never going to change. This is just who I am. That that those are the people I respect the most, and that's why the art of this is: can I develop a character that's so close to who I really am that all I'm doing on TV is I'm dialing it up a little bit. That's yeah. all that. That's and, good point. And, and, and so the problem is, a lot of times, what gets you over is somebody that's complete opposite of you. I know for a fact that Finn Balor is one of the nicest people on the planet. He's not this cutthroat, evil person he portrays. And so when he goes on social media, if he just acts like a jerk to everybody, he's going to he's gonna turn his phone off for a week because he's going to feel so bad about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's, just, it's just one of those things. But that's why if you can get to the place like Stone Cold, where that's just Steve Austin. That's just who he is. He, that's the exact uh, yeah, same dialed, guy. Dialed up to ten. That, yeah. That's just him dialed up to ten. He lives at seven mm-hmm. every day, and then when mm-hmm. he go, when he walks through that curtain, he just dials it up to ten. And that, but it's still Steve Austin. And I think that's why people loved him so much is because yeah. when you when you met him in the arenas, or when you met him at signings, or when you when you met him at a restaurant or at a bar or whatever, mom, he's the same guy. Yeah. That that's really stone cold. So so if if you can find a way to where your character becomes that and you're not putting on a completely dramatically different person when you come out of the curtain. I think honestly those are the characters that got the most over in the business. But I'll throw this I'll throw this at you then. Take Austin, take Rock, take insert whoever was a really good heel or character guy in in that time. Absent of social media, absent of 24/7 sort of coverage, absent of all that, right? Put them in 2022. It is not just like that they choose they it's part of their job to be on there and to promote the company and to be visible and to do all this stuff. Unless you're John Moxley. Dude, fair. <laughs> but are you I guess what I'm getting at is I don't think that they're able to be as successful in today's version of that because they can't just be hiding from everything else when they're not 
on, right? And that's the difference in 20. That's what I'm trying to illustrate is the difference. Yeah. Or you hand off your social media to somebody else and say, uh, be me. Maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. yes. But that, that's something that's, that we that's talked the about difference, before. Right? That's yeah. the difference right. between 2022 and even early mid 90s, right? They aren't right. given that luxury anymore. They have to Correct. be doing this, right? And that's my argument as to it's so much harder to keep that kayfabe style in 2022. That's all. Right. Yeah. No. No. You, no. You're 100 right. Again, it, 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 like I said, either you are willing to do what it's to have a character that will live forever, the way Stone Cold, The Rock, yeah. Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Macho Man, either Taker, 30 years. Now I'll talk with the last ride. 30 yeah. years, mm-hmm. and he and and 10, 15 of those years were in the social media age, and he still yeah, said, I don't, yeah. I, "I don't care. I don't care. I'm willing to do it until I'm done. I cannot tarnish this legacy. I have to be Undertaker." But he what, also had the approval in the green light to do that, which not correct. everybody's going to have the green light to do. Correct, one hundred percent. That's the difference. I, I'm just saying, if if you are willing to do what it takes with permission and with yeah, the, and absolutely. with the grace from your employer, done. absolutely. We all know Vince only had to select top ten that he had any leeway. Okay, do go do what you want. Yeah, and Taker was one. No, of that's them. a good yeah. point. Really yeah. good point. Yeah, I, I we talked about it before. I think the whole thing comes down to have kayfabe accounts for your for your yeah. roster. Yeah. Have somebody else working them. Have somebody yeah. else. Have the writers that. or the creative yes. team or something. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. they get yes. paid for something. <laughs> Yeah. Let those yeah. guys can have their own personal accounts, but nothing, yeah. nothing from their own personal life should be going on in those kayfabe accounts. Because yeah. honestly, for me, I'm probably not going to follow the per- or if I do follow it, I know I'm following it for a reason because I do want to see what that person's like. But I don't need to see Bray Wyatt putting out a, a tweet. Not that I'm saying Bray does this, but put <laughs> Bray Wyatt putting out gardening a in the back with his yes, wife. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, I don't need to see that. But if, well, if, well, if and for, Wyndham if it, does, well, if, and for security too. I mean, good grief! If Sonya Deville yes. wasn't so active, that's yeah, what happened to That's her? Yeah, protect right. yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that leads me to uh, another question. It's all about protecting your mystique in this situation. So, both of you guys, who do you think is doing the best job right now? If you could just name a couple of people, that who do you think does that? I know we mentioned MJF, and he's uh, a he's pretty obvious, obvious one. Yeah. But other he's, than that, he, he's flirting right now. Though I think he and Tony are trying to decide: Am I going to stay heel or mm. am I going to go babyface? They're testing the water right now. I, re- I really hope that. he doesn't do that, though. Yeah. That's that's some bad yeah. advice if they do that. But yeah, mm. but twenty twenty two version yeah. of that. Mm-hmm. Oof, that is a tough one. That's. It's it's probably evident to our discussion that it's it's really hard to even think of. I think in today's world, the baby faces have an easier job. Yeah, it's but it's heels that have a hard but, time. And even with that, though, you still have to be careful as a baby face that you don't show up. Uh, you know, you get caught doing like a line of crack or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's crazy. But uh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. That is a that's a tough one. Even if think. we take it from a heel perspective, babyface is easy, right? Like, but you yeah. made mention like Bianca does a fantastic job. Bianca there, does right? a great job. Yeah, I'll, but, I'll tell uh, you. I'll, I'll tell you in the women's locker room who I've always thought is a master at social media, and that's Becky Lynch. She's a master. The, the way she trolls people and says, "Hey, I'm right outside the building. Will I be here tonight?" And then she doesn't show up. Dang it, she got me. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah she works. She works I, it really well. Her her feud, her online feud with Ronda is legendary. The way they yeah, went back true. and forth was true, so yeah. good. Yeah. I, I don't even yeah. feel like I'm qualified since I'm the least Twitter active person ever. So I, I don't see the tw- I only see it when they post it. So those are probably the ones they want me to see, right? When they put it on mm-hmm. TV. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Like that's pretty astounding that I can't even really think of anyone that's protecting their character on, on social media right now. 
Well, you brought him up earlier, Dave, and I would argue up until only recently, really, Baron Corbin was doing a phenomenal job. But does he tweet that much, though? I didn't he, think he tweeted well, this, that much. This is what I'm saying. Like he, he, what he, he would does. do is he would intentionally go on other people's accounts and troll them just yes. to keep up the character work. Yes, yes, but all of a sudden, yes. it just all of a sudden he just it seemed like when the Happy Corbin character came out, he just decided to start doing this this barbecue stuff and all this that he's showing. And, right. and granted, that's an easy way that you could just turn the switch on it, but. I yep. was disappointed to see it, to be quite honest, but because he's he's one of my like I know he gets crapped on by everybody, but he's one of my favorite guys in there. Like he yeah. he lives the character and he comes right. off as that person. But yep. uh, up until yeah, I would have said him. Other than that, yeah, it's really tough to come up yeah, with something. Hard to think of right I mean, I mean, Pat McAfee does a great job. True, he, yeah. he knows how to he knows how to get under people's skin or make people love him in the same process. Uh, uh, I'll tell you one who shocked me lately. Mandy Rose does a good job. She does a great job. Yeah, yeah, a great actually, job yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's and she does in a way. I guess that it's it's not like she's looking for the the uh, kudos. It's almost like she's rubbing it in your face a bit, which is that's perfect. You're a heel and she, already, and, and, and she's and she's and she's now happily married, still doing that. So it's like yes, now you yeah. now you now boys, you really can't have me. So is she married to the, the ex? Is she the is he the ex NXT guy? Is yeah, Tino Sabatelli. Tino Sabatelli, yeah. yeah, he's married. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. yeah. Right on. So yeah, that that's another good. So it's funny, it's the women that seem to be doing a better job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think women are better with words, first of all. But then they're good at taking that. They're good at playing with emotion, and that's what social media is supposed to be—is a way to mm-hmm. take to put into words what I'm feeling or what I'm or what I'm doing with that. In terms of male guys, Seth does a great job, uh, and I think Becky helps him. But yeah. um, but uh, you know, uh, actually, Roman does a good job. He doesn't tweet much, but when he does, it's very much, well, of course, I'm the tribal chief. You know, so it, it comes from that perspective of, yeah, no, duh, that's that's whatever. I'm really looking forward, if if the rumors are true, I cannot wait to see him and The Rock go back and forth on social media. I cannot <laughs> wait. That is going to be some, a lot of screen caps on that one. That's going to yeah, be really, yeah. really fun when they start doing that. Sammy's yeah. been Sammy's been on fire. Sammy's on too. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I am now converted. I am now converted to either get off altogether, so no social media, or mm-hmm. it's not you. It's a it's the creative team doing all your uh, yeah your tweets. Yeah. But that's my that's my new approach. Because I, and I get it, and you've brought it up too, Jay. I mean, these people are thinking about down the road. You know, they get released, and yeah, and they got they still have, have a life friends. to lead. Yeah, but the way I look at it, you know what? you're working for the company. You, you wouldn't have this presence in the first place of your 4 million followers. If it wasn't for the fact that you were a WWE superstar, they're not going to leave you tomorrow. If you lose your, your yeah. job with, if anything, they rally behind you and they're like, Oh my God, I yeah. can't believe evil Vince did this to you. <laughs> so I don't think it's, it's as big a issue that way. Um, and I, I like the idea of like, if you're going to have social media, use it to your advantage. Like I couldn't imagine somebody like Roddy Piper with social media back in the day, how he'd be just. Oh, he, he would get banned in the first week. He'd get banned oh, in the first yeah, week. Exactly. Yeah. But, but yeah. yeah. And you mentioned, I think you said Moxley doesn't even do it or anything like that, which fits with his character. Of course. Who's going to picture John Moxley sitting at home, Twitter, Twitter thumbing something, you know, like that. Brian Danielson doesn't do it hardly. Yeah. There you go. Right. Okay, so there's another example of a guy that's good at it, right? And coming off your opinion, and coming off your statement there of two people that that use it because of what they're going to be doing afterward, 
another one that does a phenomenal job at making me completely buy in that that's the real person, Sasha Banks. She, uh, yeah, she, yeah. she is the boss. She just continually posts all these great things she does and, and trolls the fans. Like I'm, I'm happy right where I am. You might see me. You might not see me. I'm a hot commodity. I'm number mm. one. I can come back if I want to. That's just being the boss. That's yeah, being true. Sasha. So it, whether, whether or not she really feels way or not. And honestly, at this point, if she comes back fine, if she doesn't fine, that I, I really, I'm not one of these people hanging on, waiting for her to come back. I, I, actually, yeah. I, I miss Naomi more than her personally. I see. I think both of them are, <laughs> they've jumped the shark a little bit because like time's passing by now. I mean, you've yeah. got a, You've got an excited fan base who is super into the product right now, who, I mean, you still see a couple signs, but like I could take her leave and coming back now, to be honest. I just really? want Na- I just want Naomi in the bloodline with her husband. <laughs> yeah, that true. would be cool. I mean, I yeah. before that for sure. Sasha's just I don't know. I'm I'm done with Sasha. She's just a whiny complainer to me now. That's just seems to be her mo. So that's the, that's the boss. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, but that's like the real her, I think, and that's not that's not cool yeah. either. Yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, but I'm like done with. Like, if they never come back, cool. That means you're bringing up uh, Toxic Attraction full time, or you're bringing mm-hmm. up uh, whoever, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. Yep. There's always somebody waiting to get up right, there. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'll take that spot. <laughs> yeah. Bama, I got a question for you. What, From your perspective, what would you think about uh, the beginning of uh, that match uh, at Extreme Rules with Bailey and Bianca, where they both point to each other uh, to say, hey, girl, you know that? You just literally tried to rip the hair out of the woman's head as you yanked her across the table while there's doing a contract sign. Now you're, you're giving each other like the point to say, hey, we're – we're doing something historic here. What do you think of that? Yeah, same thing she did with Sasha, the first ever yes. women's oh. black main event at WrestleMania. I get They're crying. Yeah. I, I, if it wasn't the situation that it is, I kind of let it go because, unfortunately, especially in the WWE, for the longest time, only until recently have women been seen as truly able to main event and have these moments. The fact that it's 2022. And the first women's uh, main event on Raw was in it was in two thousand and four. Is that correct or two thousand and three with Trish and uh, Lita? The I first main event. It might have been later than that. It might be two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six no. is when Trish retired. So you know, it was before I think it was that, like earlier, I think it was like two thousand one, two thousand two. I think. Oh, is it? Okay? It, 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 yeah, I was yeah. saying, it was either two. It was between two height and four. Of but, Lita. But again, okay. first century. <laughs> okay, but so, so okay, right there. So we're twenty years later, and we're just now having the first ever women's one-on-one ladder match. You know do what I'm saying? Need, it, do we need the first ever women's ladder match? <laughs> oh, that's the other question. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I, mean, I didn't like seeing Bailey getting her face smashed against a ladder. I'm sorry, yeah. it's just not my thing, right? Well, I mean, to, to me, to me, I get it. You know, treat treat them like a lady. If, if it's a man versus a woman, I'm agreeing with you. But if two women mm. want to kill each other, I'm okay with it. But, <laughs> but they, but they didn't want to kill each other because they pointed at each other. Hey, girl. You know? yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, it just it, it takes uh, me out of the moment. Yeah. That just took me oh. out of the moment for that, and that's what drives me crazy. Well, a, a little bit, but also Bailey and Bianca have this psychological relationship. Remember the whole video thing where Bailey put herself all over the Thunderdome and you know, mm-hmm. was trying. So it's a, ba- that's the way Bailey is. She is a great wrestler, but she's very mental. She loves to say things and shoot you <laughs> that look and, and get inside your head. And so Bianca's like, okay, try, but I'm back in your head too. So th- that, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of the way I took it as, and, but yeah. there was, 
there was a little bit of, hey, girl, we're here. It's Extreme Rules. We're doing the first ever women's ladder match. Right. So, so again, it's it's things like that. If if they have not been, I mean, good grief. The, the first ever women's main event, main event at WrestleMania had to be a triple threat, had to have Charlotte in it, had to have Ronda in it. You don't think that Charlotte, and, I mean, that Becky and Sasha had a good enough story or that Charlotte and, and Becky had a good enough story to be the main event. It's It's like under the Vince regime for so long, he was like, you know what? Okay, I'll put y'all in these big matches, but in reality, I kind of wish we were still in the Divas era. And it, it's it, it's and I I hate that, but it's only now under Triple H that I think it's going to finally get to the place where you know what? If the main event comes and it happens to be between two women and Roman's in the opening match, they had the better story. They get the main event. That's what I hope happens. Personally. Yeah. See, for me, it's like that would never be okay if it was two dudes. And why is it okay if it's if it's two women? Like they should be held to the same standard. If they're, going, I agree with you. They're there is like pro wrestling is one of those things. And this is not a, I hope it's not controversial, but there are some things that like men and women can do equally. And that's pro wrestling, right? They Agreed. Got, there's a lot of sports like for me, soccer, right? I know I'm not a big soccer guy, but women's soccer and men's soccer to me, that's indistinguishable. Really. There's no hitting. There's no mm-hmm. physical stuff. It's like athletic sort of the display is the same, whether it's men or women, you can tell maybe they're a little smaller, maybe, but Right. But regardless, pro wrestling can be the same because there is no it's scripted, it's performance, it's everything based, right? So right. don't let them do it if the guys don't do it. Like that's my beef with it. You would never see that from like Triple H and Rock about to step into whatever I'm sure they had very many of the first ever whatever's, right? They would never do that. And that that's right. my beef with it. It's not so much that it's a ladder match or whatever. It's just like don't break character at least in the yeah. goddamn match. Like yeah. stay in character for at least the bloody match. Like, and then the yeah. crying from live afterwards, I get it's emotional, <laughs> but it's still got to make sense. Like Shawn Michaels breaking down after the, like the Iron Man or like that made sense. It was like, even, even in that sense, he still looked like an asshole. You know what I mean? Cause he was still <laughs> doing it, but in a dick way. But like when Liv just he flat out told he he flat out told Brett get out of my ring yeah exactly but like (laughs) a lot of these women and I I do and I probably like women's wrestling more than even some but like it just takes away from it like you you can't just break down and cry immediately that's just gonna take away yeah if I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief that's just it's gone now it's gone yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and, and I completely agree with you. And again, like I said, the problem is they're just now getting these opportunities. And especially for someone like Liv Morgan, I just had a great match with Ronda Rousey. When in the world did I ever thought that would happen? And, and so it, it's really hard to to um, to act like you've been there when you've never been there. But like, no, so, I, I so, get that part of it, yeah, but it's a yeah. performance and you would never get away with that on a set. So that's the difference though, right? These guys are still filming a TV show and girls are still filming right. a TV show that is that is based in not in reality it's based in performance and scripted and all they got to act like it right and if it's it's not a true sport in that sense so you can't just say oh well there was a big moment yeah well but it was scripted so they needed to prepare for that beforehand get the emotion out before you go out of the curtain that's my only beef with it it's it's a scripted yeah. program i just watched halloween ends if if Jamie Lee Curtis just starts breaking down in the middle of the scene where she's kicking Michael's ass, that's going to take away. Well, she probably does if they say cut and then edit. Right. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? That completely ruins it for me. Like, so well, it's the same and, and, thing for me. Yeah. And like you said, in that, okay, well, right there, you just equated this with a movie. In the middle of that match, we can't yell cut. You got to do that again. 
so 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 in, in, it's it's a live performance, and you got all these fans screaming your name, and you got to the end of it, you put your whole heart into it. The match is over. You did what you went out there to do. Oh, there's this rush of relief. I got it done. It's over. Man, they're cheering. They loved it. It, it, the, if you're a pro and you can put a face on and not get emotional in that moment, then props to you. You earn every. No, paycheck fair enough. You get. Well, let's 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 compare easy, it to but, let's yeah. compare it to Broadway then. Yeah, yeah so, exactly. Broadway, you can't say cut. And if you saw Mark Antony and, and uh, Julius Caesar at the beginning of the of uh, the play, way to bring each other, the 2022 yeah. references, BC. How about Hamilton? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I'm just saying. So yeah. I think Brian was a name a, example, a, a right? live actor. Now I, I realize at the end of it, they came yeah. out and do a yes, curtain exactly. call. Yes, exactly. Curtain call. Yeah. All that Get stuff. emotional then. Thank you for this. Yes. That, that's fine. Exactly. It's, it's kind of like what drives me crazy now about wrestling period, but you really see it more so in AEW is the amount of respect spots at the end of the match on just a regular Wednesday night dynamite. It's like, I don't need to see two people yep. shaking hands yeah. at the end of every no. match. No. Especially because there was no build for it. There was no yes. story behind it. There was nothing. No. It's just, Crying so we're just supposed to expect like, oh. every single end of every match. Ring of Honor, different. It's a thing, right? You're supposed to handshake all that stuff. At the beginning but, yeah, of the match, like it's, right? it's, yeah. At the beginning no, of the match, the yes. It's supposed yeah, to be at the beginning and at the end, yeah. But, but mm-hmm. like... Yeah, I'm with you on that. It's just well, it's well, well, then, well, then shake the hand, and then when they turn, hit him in the back of the head. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scripted yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's my only beef is that in the arena, in the ring, on camera, that red light is on. You are in a performance. Please act like it. That's my yes. only thing. Yeah. That's my only to thing. the best of your ability. If you, to the best. The, yeah. I'm not saying it's easy. Like yeah. you might crack yeah. a little bit, like yeah. SNL, whatever they would crack. That's mm-hmm. fair. But when you just know that it's like pre they went out there and they said let's do this at the end of the match kind of thing like come on like that that gets a bit much but i get it you can and i'm not suggesting it's just a female thing because i'm sure the men have to hold back emotion too but i think you could do it i mean i think if like that my only point is get it the emotion out early like bailey knows or live or whoever knows they're winning the belt before they go out there yeah. Have that moment in the back, and he's like, "Oh yeah. my God, I can't believe this is well, happening tonight." And it, all it's fu- it, it's funny you say that, and I think a lot of the reason is is different now is that the matches aren't called on the fly as much anymore. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of a lot of it is is planned out. Okay, here are the spots we're gonna do. Here's how we're gonna get between those spots. So it's almost like when it's over, oh man, did it. You know, we, 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 we had this mapped out in our head and we did it. It's not like Sean and Taker who just go out there and go, okay, I think we'll do this. And I think we'll do this. Other than that, let's go out there and have a let's, great match. Let's figure it out. And, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll figure it out as we go. And if you notice a lot of times in the matches that we all look back and go, man, those are the greatest matches of all time. There's a lot of time. They're not doing anything. They're just laying there. Yeah. Or are they, are, are they walking around the ring? Are they standing there just looking at the crowd and taking a minute? What are they doing? They're thinking, okay, we just did that. Now what are we going to do? You don't do that now. Now it's almost like if you don't go out there with a complete choreographed plan, then then the match is going to flop. And the problem is, and I think the reason Liv was so emotional is because she's like, man, that was a complicated match, and we did it. And so now there's this release of – because I've done that. As a, as a pastor, I've directed productions, and I've had – I've had um, these sermons you prep for for months and, and and these events you go to that you ask to come speak at. And then when you're done, you get off the stage, it's like this instant relief of, man, that's over and we did it. And when that happens, sometimes you tear up, sometimes yeah. you have this. And so if, if that happens to you, what I would have asked Liv to do is, okay, 
if you get emotional out there, bury your face and sell yeah. the sell the yes. injury. Yeah, exactly. Or, or, exactly. Or, 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 exactly. Pass up from the pain. Yeah. You know, let, let the camera find you, and then if you look up and the camera's on you, then at that moment go like, oh, oh, or yeah. something like that. And, yeah, and that's my only yeah. suggestion is just yeah. remember yeah. you're in a performance. That's yeah. all. Right. Or or if you're Aaliyah and you're gonna throw up, let Vince come out and say he's gonna puke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a tough tightrope to walk, isn't and, it? And I think you nailed it earlier. It is, you cannot put your finger on it. Although one Vincent Kennedy McMahon did put his finger on it, calling it sports entertainment. I was yes. going to uh, mm-hmm. correct you on that earlier. However, <laughs> for the most part, you cannot lump it into a category. So you, you bring up a good point. And, but but yeah. to me, it That's, just is all about performance. And this is yeah. still a performance. It's a performance art at the end of the day. You can call it that at least. Just, I want to believe that it is, right? Yeah. That's what that's yeah. why I'm intri- that's why I'm intrigued to see. We won't know until I, I think uh Nikki from uh, Queens of the Ring and I had this discussion. We won't know until WrestleMania 40 what the new WWE under Triple H is going to look like. Yeah, because a, mm-hmm. a lot of these a lot of these talent are are, are, are in the vent system. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. when they came up out of NXT, then they went into the vent system. So now from the moment you get signed to going through NXT to getting on SmackDown to being on the main roster for a few years. Now, what does the journey of a, of a WWE superstar really look like? It's going to be very telling over time how much the stuff we're all talking about we wish would change is about to change. Yeah. When's yeah. 40? Is 40 coming up or is that the one after this? One? Phil, it's the one Phil, after. Philadelphia yeah. 2024. Yeah, I knew it was in Philadelphia, but it, okay, it was so it's it's a year from. Yeah, Philadelphia. it's 39 this year in LA and then it's 40 right, in Philadelphia. The logo's yeah. pretty sweet for the Philadelphia. Yeah, the, one, by the, the way. Liberty yeah, Bell. The, and, but, yeah. but, but the fact they were calling, did you guys not catch that he put numbers? Roman numerals. Yeah. Roman numerals. Because yeah. they were gone. It. You could not call yeah. it Wrestle. It was just WrestleMania, whatever. WrestleMania, Dallas, yeah. WrestleMania, whatever. He has brought back the numbers. That's crazy. I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's great. the biggest event in the world. Super Bowl has like Super Bowl XXV or whatever, right? So yeah. it's like, well, let's bring it back. I just, love th- it. those subtle changes are the best that he's done. Because no, he's not done major things, but like giving people their name back and yes. putting numbers yeah. back in Mania mm-hmm. and just like Can't completely. Like- Canceling Primo and Live events we don't need anymore. Yes, yeah, like day one. Yeah, you saw that schedule. Well, eh? also, yeah. um, did you guys see that they uh, they're going to do away with the gimmick pay per views too? The yeah. So yep. I think we're That's not gonna, awesome. we're not going to have TLC one night of the year. Right? It's like mm-hmm. yeah, because we can have those matches anytime we want. Same <laughs> yes. thing with Why are we for one month. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Agreed. Yeah, it makes fun, more it makes more sense that way, right? You know, yeah. the the idea that we just pop in more games at Survivor Series. That's yes. that's awesome yeah right? yeah elimination chamber yeah. next year yeah mm-hmm. absolutely although he did still has to get the hologram of william regal to announce war games for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man well man this has been a fun conversation yeah, i love this because it's it's nice to, to talk to different people about different aspects of wrestling because that's you hit the nail on the head there dave i mean it's all different things rolled into one it's not just one yeah. thing it's not just a two guys you know grappling in their underwear there's a whole lot more going on this yeah and you you can appreciate it a different way and that's the one of the frustrating things i, I find in the social media age too is everybody just craps on everybody as if they, they as, enjoy wrestling as if they yeah. could do it no yeah. you can't do it no <laughs> or even but as a fan how you enjoy wrestling is how you enjoy wrestling now i get it yes. some people get a little obnoxious with how they enjoy wrestling that happens but i mean overall it's just let people just, enjoy it. But how just they enjoy want. it. Just period. Yeah, just yeah. enjoy it. It's like stop yeah. thinking about it too much. Oh my god, 100%. yeah. Just let it play. We've said this all along yeah. for the long time. Let, it play, let out. it play out. Yes, yeah. please. Just let it play out. I mean, yeah. oh, that just drives me crazy. It's it's tough to be on social media. 
because we have to do it to keep up to date on things. But then you almost want to shut down. I'm, I, I don't even open it up now when I'm watching a show because it's just going to ruin the show on yeah. me, right? So if yeah. I if if I do is to tweet a reaction to something yeah. I just saw. That's it. Yeah, and then put yeah. it away type of deal. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or if I know somebody I'm going to interact with is not going to be giving away things, like I'll talk to you yeah. or talk to somebody that I know. That's a little bit different, but yeah, one hundred percent for sure. Now, great stuff. All right, well, let's give give you a chance to promote your stuff again, Dave. Go right ahead, fire it all at us because you know it'll stick when they hear it twice, right? <laughs> all right. Well, again, BC and Jay, thank you guys so much for bringing me on. This guy, you guys are awesome at everything you do, and I really appreciate the opportunity to come and do this. So, again, guys, the Bammer Chatter. You can follow me on Twitter at Bammer Chatter. Go to my uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Bammer Chatter, and then go on to YouTube and type in Bammer Chatter Wrestling Podcast. It'll come up. Like I said, we just excuse me, we just did the debut episode, which was a this or that, where we threw 15 mm-hmm. topics on the table and you debated, do you pick this or do you pick that and why? It was a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to be doing, hopefully, the Wheel of Wrestling uh, uh, Championship tournament up here soon, which the very own BC Hunter will be a part of that. He'll be on there trying to uh, take down uh, Mr. Kyle from Maine from Bump, as well as Mr. Jay Thunder from the independent wrestling scene in Chicago. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Also coming up here soon, we will be previewing Survivor Series. We'll check your temperature on the channel, so be watching for that. This coming Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, I'll be doing a check your temperature on Twitch in the spaces for Halloween Havoc. I'm really excited about this PLE uh, for NXT. I'm glad we're finally getting, looks like, what a takeover schedule coming back with yeah. uh, Halloween Havoc and maybe mm-hmm. uh, coming on after that. I, I, I'm not sure if NXT is going to do war games this year because uh, Survivor Series has it, but whatever they do is going to be great. But yeah, guys, I just enjoy talking about this stuff and I enjoy uh, interacting with passionate wrestling fans like both you guys are. So thank you both for everything you do for the wrestling community. I really appreciate it. No, nope. oh, thank you. Pumping, yeah, pumping was, our tires, know, brother. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> uh, appreciate it, man. That was fun. Yeah, Jay, Jay. Anything that you want to add before we get going here? No, just uh, go check out, go check out the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Bama Dave, and uh, and give I hope his, I'm not a myth. His, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give his shiznit a like, and uh, yeah, go check it out. And um, yeah, it was great. It was a great chat. I uh, I like your perspective. I, mm. I think we we're not entirely aligned but i can respect your perspective which is what what i like right back at you jay right back at yeah, you yeah awesome for sure and i'll just add for us uh if you want to follow us make sure you go over to uh twitter or instagram it's at wwtt pod uh go over to facebook for uh wrestling with the truth as well as youtube youtube we're we're trying hard over there we're gaining subscribers daily which is awesome we're we're going for that 500 mark uh, to try to get that community page because we really want to talk to our followers and Absolutely. really get involved with that uh by the way i i have to get over and subscribe to your channel dave because yeah, i think i think i did y'all today i hope i did perfect nice. all right awesome. we'll fire it up as soon as we hang up we will we will definitely it. do that and uh you know any and if you want to hear us uh just go to any of the podcasting apps that you have where if we're we, I think we're on them all. Uh, we've really started to make headway on good pods. It's a new one that that's out now. It's got a lot of great uh, podcasting community. Uh, it's um, uh, very supportive for, for podcasters. So uh, we'd like to do some shout outs from there too, but yeah, check us out wherever you want to. And I will leave on this note and say that for anybody that thinks kayfabe is dead go watch gunther and sheamus please because uh, that will uh that will it's real brother well, <laughs> so, funny before we go i think Gun- gunther and uh, ray is going to be totally kayfabe uh, old school too because mm-hmm. the whole goliath uh, whatever the story is uh david and goliath, david david goliath yeah. kind of story 
they're going to have to play like that, right? So I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that, actually. It's uh, very uh, similar to the, remember, Ray and Big Show had that feud yep. for a little while, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ray's the only little guy that I can actually ever believe would actually contend in a match, right? Because the way he's magical at what he does. Agreed. Yeah. And that was really clever how they got him that win, you know, with the elimination of Sheamus and Robbed it. Yeah. Just 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 even getting him on SmackDown was really cool too. I thought that was clever that tied into the Corbin thing. Anyway. Well, it showed that they're thinking. They're thinking. And not only that, it was clever enough. Thinking, thinking. Yes. It was clever (laughs) enough that they they thought of how to get Ray there, but it was even more clever that they followed up with Corbin coming over to Rob. Yeah. They could easily just left it at Ray just getting on SmackDown, but then they followed Mm -hmm. up. No, we made a trade. I think the biggest difference we'll probably all be able to agree on is that they are no longer, and I don't know if Vince did it on purpose, but they're no longer insulting our intelligence, which is connecting the dots. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what I'm happiest about. And speaking of Ray Mysterio, I'll leave you boys with this. Please take in every moment you see him on screen, because I truly think WrestleMania him versus Dominic might be his last match. Yeah. That could be a good call call. there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's true. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to leave it on that note. So for Bama Dave, for the Nightmare J, and for myself, BC Hunter, I am going to say that we are out of here. Roll Tide Ride. I I can't remember the thing. Roll roll Tide tide Roll. roll. That's what it is, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't remember what it was. Damn it. Uh, It's all right. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right.